0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today I wanted to talk about the best diet for you. So even after all these years of coaching and being on social media, one question that I still continue to see in my inbox is, you know, should I be doing keto? Should I go, you know, try this new low carb diet or hey, have you heard about this? What do you think? And my answer generally goes along the lines of, you know, I don't know, have, have you tried it? And do you think you can stick to that long term? So whatever diet or way of eating it is, can you imagine actually eating like that for the rest of the year, let alone the rest of your life? And sometimes people go, absolutely, look, I love eating like that. And I'm like, great, then, then give it a go. But the thing is so many diets that lure you in with the promise of losing up to five pounds in a week really require severe restriction of food and calories which is you know what helps you to lose the weight but the problem with that is any diet that also has an end date generally isn't going to get you the results you want so if you are seeing something that's you know a 60 day challenge or a 12 week challenge or something like that what happens when you get to the end of the 12 weeks or what happens when you get to the end of the 60 days if you are going to stop what you're doing and you are going to revert back to how you ate before what do you think is going to happen to those results and sure Extreme diets yield extreme results. You know, people who do the 75 hard, don't get me wrong. A lot of people have incredible results or find, you know, really great habits that they carry on or end up doing a modified version of some of those things after the 75 days. Kudos to you. This is not me saying, go, don't do this. It's more so that if you are going to challenge yourself to do something that has an end date, what is your plan for after? And I do mean that like it is important to have a plan for after, it's not that you can't do these things. It's more so, you know, a can you sustain the, that entire period of time? And what's life going to look like at the end. And so the reality is, once you go back to eating how you were before, you're going to put the weight back on and likely be back where you started. And this is why changing your approach to eating and making lifestyle changes is actually what's going to be the biggest indicator of long-term success. The fact of the matter is reaching and more importantly, maintaining your goals is really only possible if your approach is sustainable. And so this is why I'm never going to tell someone that, yeah, low carb or keto is a good diet for you. I don't know what works for me as an inclusive diet, because I can keep it up forever. It means I don't have to deprive myself of anything. I don't cut out any food groups, I include treats or things that I'm craving. And I can definitely have a social life, I can go out, I can see friends, I can, you know, enjoy myself. And these changes or this way of eating is really important to me, because not only Shifting how I think about food and engage with it really helped me to heal a very unhealthy relationship with food. I also used to be super neurotic and restrictive about eating to the point where I was in so deep, I didn't even realize that what I was doing was, you know, a bit crazy, definitely unrealistically sustainable, and both physically and mentally exhausting and unhealthy. Because the reality is, in my 20s and in my late teens, I jumped from diet to diet. And I did that for years. I remember I heard a celebrity started paleo and they lost 20 pounds. And next week, I committed to following a paleo diet for three months. And I did it. And sure, some things happened, but nothing dramatic. Another time, I saw a model talking about losing 10 pounds in seven days by only drinking water and lemon and cayenne and honey. And so, I attempted to do the same thing. And the sad part is, these aren't jokes. These aren't things that, you know, I can just say, oh, yeah, I read it. I read it and I followed through. And these are just a couple of the things I tried. And this is not me saying paleo was bad or anything like that, but my reason for trying it wasn't coming from the right place. It was coming from, oh, someone did this and lost weight. Let me try that too. A positive approach would have been, I'm going to try paleo because, you know, I've heard it can improve my gut health or, you know, it allows me to include a lot of nutrients in my diet. Those are good reasons for trying something, right? And even if you do try something for good reasons, you might say, I'm gonna take a couple things from this approach, but I can't stick to it a hundred percent because it doesn't work for me. You might find something that works for you a hundred percent, but if you don't, that's also okay too. Like so many of you, I have followed the trends and tried to eat the way celebrities and Instagram models claim to eat, but none of it stuck. None of it made me feel good. I literally went from feeling like a failure to feeling like an even bigger failure because I couldn't stick to, you know, 1300 calorie diets or liquid diets, only your juice cleanses. And so if you are Caught in that similar cycle, if you are feeling like, man, this is another year where I'm starting with the same goals, and you know, it hasn't really changed, like January's wrapping up and it hasn't really changed, what should you be doing? Well, I recommend thinking about how you normally eat, right? Forget about changing anything yet. How do you normally eat? What do you like about it? And what perhaps Are you thinking, "Eh, you know, it's not really working for me, or I don't enjoy that. You know, it might be something where you're saying, well, I'm eating egg whites because, you know, so-and-so said this was good or was really high in protein, but honestly, I hate it. And if that's the case, make a note of that, right? Just because something is quote-unquote healthy or in theory good for you doesn't mean it's going to be something you enjoy. And if you don't enjoy it, consider making a shift, okay? Maybe you're saying, I'll do a splash of egg whites, but I'm going to actually do two eggs, with that splash of egg whites, whatever the change is, it needs to happen for positive reasons. Meaning, Hey, I want to make this change because a, it's going to make me feel good. And it's something that I'm going to enjoy and stick with long-term because once again, like I've said before, if you can't imagine yourself eating in this way, long-term, any results you get are not going to last. Okay. If you can eat like that forever, the results you get are likely going to be more long lasting. And so as you kind of think about what you're doing now, what works for you and what doesn't work for you, carry over the things that do work for you, right? When you're going to try something new, it does not mean throwing out everything that you're currently doing. It might mean making some shifts and saying, okay, you know what, I do a pretty good job with these things, but my protein is kind of lacking. So maybe that's the one area that I'm really going to focus in on. And, you know, I'm not going to have to make dramatic changes to anything else. I'm just going to try adding that in and seeing how that goes. So one other thing that I tend to get is, well, if you don't actually follow a kind of diet, Nikki, what is it that you do? So in no particular order, some of the things that I actually do that help me to feel good are prioritizing my protein at every meal. This is an ongoing goal. It is something that does not come naturally to me, but I notice a big difference when I do actually make this effort. And so protein every meal is something that I strive for. Veggies in at least two meals a day is a goal of mine. It is not always easy. Once again, this is one of my actual goals for um, this month, but it is something that does make me feel good makes, you know, bathroom trips more regular is good for my gut and everything like that. Um, But once again, everyone's going to be different as to how those things are going to be prepared, whether it's cooked, whether it's fresh, finding a way of incorporating veggies that is enjoyable to me is really important. And I know that seasonally, that changes for me in the winter. I'm not necessarily a huge lover of salads every day, I want like cooked and warm food. And so making those shifts seasonally is also really important for me to keep up with my veggie intake. Now I don't count calories or macros, but I did track my macros for a very long time. And so sometimes I do pull from that information, which is, you know, stored in my brain somewhere to go, Oh, you know what? I'll run through my meals of the day and go, what's my plan for protein? And I do plan ahead a little bit, even if it's mentally and I'll say, okay, I've got my eggs for breakfast lunch. I've got some leftover fish, you know, dinner, we've got some rotisserie chicken, I have some like smoked tofu and edamame they can add there to up my protein intake, and make sure that I'm actually prioritizing protein every meal, like I said, but I do use that information from when I tracked macros to help me assess if I think I'm actually consuming enough protein. And simply by doing that, I can be honest with myself and be like, "Ooh, we have a ways to go. Or, you know what, I think I'm doing pretty good. Some of the things I find really helpful is meal prepping either parts of my meals like carb sources or protein sources or chopping of veggies. So, for instance, last week I had a really tough time feeding myself lunches. You know, between having a 10 week old baby, trying to get some work done, and juggling all these life things, it is a struggle. And so I was like, you know what? I need to bake some sweet potatoes because that is my big kick right now. I am loving sweet potatoes. I peel up the skin, I add some butter, salt and pepper, and I'm just like, "Mm, mm, mm, delicious. Um, And I prep some baked chicken thighs in this spicy seasoning that I love. And those have been two things that have made my life this week so much easier. I just grab those things, add whatever veggies or things that I'm feeling like that day. And it makes not only lunch possible, but It actually makes my lunch a lot more balanced than it would be if I am trying to throw something together on the spot when I'm already overly hungry. Other things that I find really helpful is drinking lots of water. I'm someone who really always struggled with migraines younger and found that hydration is a huge thing for me that makes me feel so much better. And also with being active, that's a really another important thing. So hydration. Hydration. Now, this next one is one that I always talk to my one-on-one clients about, and that is checking in with myself and going like, am I hungry? Asking that question, literally, am I hungry before I eat? And I know it sounds silly, but I think that so many of us are in the habit of eating, well, out of habit, being like, oh, look, it's lunchtime. I should eat something. Or hey, it's, you know, four o'clock. I should have a snack or or whatever it is, these routines and habits that we Unknowingly have fallen into. And there's nothing wrong with habits. Habits are fantastic. I love them. They really are a great way to build in routines that make her life better. However, for some of us, we get into the habit of just, oh, it's dinner time, I should eat. And I think what is actually really important when it comes to weight management and weight loss is assessing am I actually hungry? Am I eating this because I am hungry? Or am I eating this out of habit? i Am I eating this because I am feeling some way emotionally or because I'm overly tired or that old <laughs> one that some of us love to hear um, because I'm thirsty and I need to hydrate. But these are really good questions to actually check in with because once again, I can tell you when I am bored and struggling to get my work done, I will walk to the fridge and open up and be like, hmm, nothing looks good. And I'll close the door and I'll come back a little while later and open it again. I'm like, Nikki, we keep coming here and it's not due to hunger. It is literally due to boredom. It's because I just can't concentrate. I need to take, you know, a step away from, from my computer and breathe and think about something else, but it's nothing that is related to hunger. And that is something that I really struggled with a lot, especially during the pandemic, being home all the time, having access to tasty snacks and things. There's nothing wrong with tasty snacks, there's nothing wrong with it opening a bag of chips or having cookies, but when we are opening the fridge or opening the pantry and digging around for things, checking in to assess that hunger is the root reason for most of your eating is a really important thing, and I will say it is something that has made it a lot easier for me to manage my weight. Now, these are just some simple things that I do pretty much daily, if not weekly, but they do make a really big difference in my life. And as you can see, this isn't a diet. These are just some strategies that work for me and allow me to eat in an inclusive way. I will never be someone to promote quick weight loss or you know, give you tips and tricks that are gonna help you lose five pounds. In fact, I'm someone that actually encourages people to stop dieting year round and instead try to focus on developing healthy habits, like some of the things I shared above. Because once you stop thinking short term, you know, one month or six weeks or three months, you're actually going to be able to develop healthy habits that you are going to benefit from long term. Regardless of goals around weight or wanting to make changes, these are things that are going to make not only your life more enjoyable, but they'll also improve your relationship with food and in turn likely also improve your relationship with your body. Alright guys, hopefully this has been helpful. That is a wrap on this episode. Don't forget you can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit. And if you're looking for workout programs, you can go to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger.